Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I have a lot of personal respect for my next guest. Never met him. Talked to him on the phone. Exchange emails periodically. Uh, but I've never met him, and I had an opportunity in, well, last year, and I just couldn't make it work <laughs> because my back was out, and I... I was in Vancouver, and I couldn't make it over to CKNW Radio, and it seems so uh, so minor now that my back was sore, and I called Larry, and I said, <laughs> I can't I can't make it. I sounded like a four-year-old. I can't make it. I'm flat on my back, and I, I, f- I feel like sort of the quintessential whiner now. But, uh, Larry, thanks for coming back on the program. I spoke with you in September of this year. Yeah, you, thanks, Roy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, when you started your podcast on When Life Gives You Parkinson's, something that you're living with. Um, where do we begin? Uh, do we begin with the most recent episode or the most recent uh, episode in your podcast, and that's something that you tried to strenuously avoid most of your life, exercise? <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. When they give you the diagnosis, they give you a prescription for uh, levodopa carbidopa, which is the standard medication for Parkinson's, and a, a strong recommendation to find an exercise routine. And uh, I have uh, I have not been one to uh, find any joy in exercise my whole life, and so th- that that was probably the hardest uh, thing to swallow for me. Yeah, you want me to do what? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> oh, it could. don't you mean eat a lot more chocolate? <laughs> well, I will tell you when I looked at that photograph of you in the Global News story, you look like you know what you're doing. You got those boxing gloves up, and it looks like. You know, I could put uh, I could put a caption underneath that that you're going to be the headliner in a major major fight night. Well, good. I, 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 so I fooled everybody. Let's uh, talk. Yeah, let's talk about uh, how life has progressed for you uh, since you were first given the news, and since you've actually shared with us the news, us the greater us, and uh, and what's been what's what's been happening with you and your health and and the path that you've uh, that you've been following. Well, so one of the big issues I, I've been encountering this fall is sleep. Um, for about three months, I was getting about two to four hours of sleep a night, and that's it. Um, so I tried a lot of different things, and we did an episode on, on medical marijuana, and I, I, I tried that. Um, didn't really help me, but I know it helps a lot of other people. Um, we've tried melatonin. We've tried light therapy. In, in the end, the thing that really worked for me was they increased my uh, my my dosage of my Parkinson's medication quite significantly, uh, and it uh, helped with um, we have fine motor skill issues with my right hand, so it's hard to grab things, it's hard to write, it's hard to to you know twist the top of a pickle jar and things like that. Uh, and with the increased medication, that got better, and so did my sleep. So I'm now getting six hours of sleep tonight, uh, each night, which is great. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I experience like today is a bad day for me. I woke up with cramps in my feet and my toes and my legs and my hands, and uh, they just sort of, you know, jump around from different body parts through the day, and you, you do no reason why. Uh, just some days are good and some days are not. And you never know from day to day. 
No, and what you don't know is when you wake up and you've got this new pain, is this a this is this a thing that I'm going to deal with for today, or is this a thing that I'm going to have to figure out for the rest of my life? Yeah. I think I should have asked you first of all. I should never assume that people know what Parkinson's is, but in a in a sort of a brief synopsis, what what is Parkinson's? And it took seven months for you to be diagnosed, right? Well, it, well it, actually, you all told probably nine years before we, you know I've had it for had it for eight or so years before they diagnosed wow. me in uh, August of last year. Uh, but um, I, um, it, it is a progressive uh, degenerative brain uh, disorder. It's a movement disorder. Uh, essentially, uh, we all have uh, brain cells uh, that produce dopamine. And dopamine is this chemical in your brain that allows you to initiate action. Um, I have lost over 80% of my dopamine producing brain cells, uh, and that's that's what happens to people with Parkinson's. By the time you're diagnosed, you've lost about 70 to 80% of your dopamine-producing brain cells. So the medication I take is actually synthetic dopamine, uh, so I can initiate movement. But I have troubles walking, and I have troubles, you know, um, you know, with my fine motor skills, you know, and there, there's, you know, it's a collection of symptoms. You know, we, we call it a disease, but it's really everybody's uh, Parkinson's evolves differently. Um, so while I have a tremor, other people don't. Uh, while I have pro- problems with my gait walking, some people never experience that, but they may have really bad depression and anxiety and apathy, and, and those are also uh telltale signs. You know, it just, uh, it's just a reminder of how complex an organ the brain is. Uh, it's like the command center. It is the command center. Everything that goes on originates up there, uh, and, uh, and, and we all live with, with the consequences. What, is, what has it been like for you to share your Parkinson's experience? Your, when life gives you Parkinson's, when you share this on a, on a weekly basis, with Nicky Reitmeyer and people at large, what's that feel like? You know what? It's you know I, I was nervous at first because you know it's you know somebody said you're opening the kimono <laughs> and once you do that you can't close it <laughs> and uh, that's a little uh, discomfort uncomfort uncomfortable at first but yeah. uh, I guess you get used to <laughs> just being out there for everybody to see uh, and the response has has been tremendous you know and. And I'm hearing from people all across Canada and around the world, uh, people who have Parkinson's, people whose fathers or mothers or sisters or brothers have Parkinson's, and um, you know, it, it's it, it's really gratifying to to get the support that I've I've been getting from the Parkinson's community and from and from you know just my peers across the country uh, and around the world. I mean, it, it's for for me the goal here was to raise awareness of Parkinson's. Uh, because there is no cure, we don't really know what causes it. Uh, there, there are so, some cases that are genetically, uh, uh, you know, connected, but most of them aren't. Uh, and we need to do a lot more research. And until you know, until people start telling their Parkinson stories, we're not going to raise awareness of of Parkinson's to the level where we can raise enough money to find these cures. Your sixth installment in the in the podcasts was popping pills, swapping stories, inside a Parkinson's support group. Uh, talk to us about that because I'm sure, and one of the things that people who have a really serious health issue that they're dealing with, they can feel very much alone. And if there isn't anything 
around or if they're not easily able to get to some some level of support that uh, that 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 loneliness can become extremely difficult to deal with so talk to us about this you know the swapping stories and then the popping pills aspect of it yeah well so i uh i'd never been to a support group never been to counseling really uh in my life until i got parkinson's uh, and I called the uh, Parkinson Society of British Columbia the week of my diagnosis. I said, I don't even know what's available to me. You know, I'm just like grasping for straws. And they're like, and they sent me a list. And would they have this newly diagnosed um, Parkinson support group? And I'm like, well, it seems like could be people like me trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, and so I went the first month I had I had the diagnosis, and I've gone every month since. Uh, and it's 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 great because it is, you know, you, you kind of feel like you're falling apart. You're kind of like, what, what is wrong with me? Yeah. And then you hear other people experiencing similar uh, issues, and and you can you know talk to each other about what you're doing to how 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 your medication is being doled out by your neurologist, and what medications you're on, and 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 how many pills are you taking, and why do you have that many, and so it, it's it's really just about getting to know each other and hearing how other people are going through uh, this Parkinson's journey, and, and it's been great, and it, it's built a community. Now, even outside the support group, we'll get together and, you know, uh, break bread or go to an event, and uh, it's great. It's just great to have a, some people that understand what I'm going through uh, that I can bounce things off of. And the podcast is an extension of the support group. Well, for sure. Uh, for sure. You know, and it, it's really interesting to, I, what what I have is called Young Onset Parkinson's. I'm 46 years old. Um, you know, Michael J. Fox had Young Onset Park has Young Onset Parkinson's. Uh, but, there, it, you know, it, it, and it's getting to become more more popular, but the, the, the services are geared to, for the most part, to the, for older folks in their 70s and 80s and uh, and, and so that's been a challenge, and my wife and I talk, that, talk about that quite frequently, that, you know, uh, we need to figure out how to better serve uh, the um, people, the young people with Parkinson's and, and their support group, their support systems. Like my, my wife would love to join a young onset Parkinson's support, uh, you know, care partner support group, but there, there really isn't that. Yeah. You know, I, uh, 18 years ago, they diagnosed me, and I've shared this with you, with coronary artery disease, and I had a 99% blockage of my left anterior descending artery, which is also known as the Widowmaker. They managed wow. to get that down to zero, uh, fortunately, and but what was so important to me was be able to go to this group at McMaster University that was put together of uh, cardiac patients, and it's called Mac Turtles. And I never yeah. knew, I have no idea what it was about, <laughs> the title's about, and I never asked. <laughs> I think I wanted to know. But it was extremely, extremely important to have people with you, and family's great, tremendous and, and so crucial. But to have people with you who understand and talk to you, who understand what you're experiencing, is something that is so critically important. And I, I, can, I can only imagine that your podcasts are doing that for people who don't have the ability to get out of the house, you know, who... who well, for sure. So let me take... Uh, a, I'm sorry, Larry, let me take a quick yeah. break, and, uh, and we'll okay. come back and we'll talk some more, and we'll remind people how they can subscribe to and, and follow uh, Larry and his podcasts, When Life Gives You Parkinson's. Larry Gifford 
is the senior program director of CKNW Radio in Vancouver. So in Vancouver, he's my boss. When Life Gives You Parkinson's is the story of Larry Gifford. And uh, you can go to iTunes or Google or any place where you subscribe to podcasts and subscribe to When Life Gives You Parkinson's. Uh, Larry, I'm just reading, um, you talked about support groups, but I just read something already the other day. It was something you wrote. I love my wife. Rebecca and I just celebrated our 19th wedding anniversary. Last year, we were thrown for a 20-yard loss when I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. But a year later, we're marching forward and trying to make the most of each moment every day. Family is so incredibly, incredibly important in, in any in any challenges we face in life, but I'm sure that uh, the, the family support for you is just so incredibly important. I mean, I'm repeating myself. Well, it is. I mean, it's uh, my my wife and my son are, are huge supporters of mine, and and they keep me motivated, and you know, they keep me you know marching forward and positive, and keep me active, and uh, you know, they, they, it's why I want to come home from work every night, and why I hate leaving to, to go to work in the morning, but. Um, you know, it's we're we're all experiencing this. You know, when you when you get diagnosed with Parkinson's or any disease, really, it's it's not just a for the person who's diagnosed. It affects the whole family, and so we're we're all trying to to make sense of it and find our new way. And you know, one of the things that we're going to do is in 2019 is we're going to start doing some more traveling because that's when I talk to folks who've had Parkinson's for 10 or more years, they're like, I wish I would have traveled more. I wish I would have traveled more. So. We're going to go to Florida for a while, and then we're going to go to Japan in the summer, and uh, we're, we're going to start figuring, you know, knocking off those bucket list things while we while I'm still mobile. Yeah, what a great idea! And when it when it comes to being mobile, how do you get through the the daily activities, the the day to day activities? While I'm speaking with you, I, I have this picture in my mind of the person who has just been diagnosed, who's listening, diagnosed with Parkinson's, and is listening to Larry Gifford and saying, is this the path that I'm going to be following? So but how do you get through your daily uh, your daily normal activities? Or is anything normal anymore? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean... The, the, uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have put it that way. It's not... No, it, it, well, I guess it's my new normal. Um, yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, I still... I still could do everything I could do for the most part. It just takes me a little bit longer. Uh, I, I walk with walking poles now um, with both hands for balance and to, to keep me upright and to keep my arms moving. Because one of the one of the symptoms of Parkinson's is you know you stop moving your arms when you your arm when you walk and you, sometimes you have trouble with the gait and so and I'm trying to relearn how to walk a little bit. I've, my brain forgot to go heel toe heel toe with my right foot, so I'm in physiotherapy with that and um you know and then at the office you know you just you're you know i'm still focused on radio and listening to things and air checking people and coming up with great ideas and i'm still able to do all that i I can't type as fast i can't take notes as well but uh you know we just adapt and get somebody else to take the notes and figure out a way you know it's you know and and then you use technology as best you can you know instead of a mouse i'm going to try to get a roller and you know, just little things uh, to, to help you along. And, and more than anything, and, and this is the advice I give everybody, is just ask for help. If you need something, ask people for help. Yeah. It's one of the hardest things to do because you don't want to be the guy always asking for help. But you know what? I need help. And so I'm going to ask for it. Otherwise, I'm, I'm not going to be as successful as I can be. 
What a great idea. I mean, what a great thing to say. What a necessary thing to do. I've been reading this line over and over from your third uh, installment on your podcast. I wish I didn't have Parkinson's. You wish I didn't have Parkinson's. In fact, as far as I can discern, no one is really happy about it. My Parkinson's is inconvenient and uncomfortable for everyone involved. The uncomfortableness has led me to apologize for having it. Once you ask for help, you don't need to apologize anymore or feel no. like you need to apologize. No. And, but but that, that line comes from where people, like just yesterday I was walking, I was at a, an event for uh, the radio station and uh, I had my walking sticks with me and somebody goes, oh, did you get hurt? I said, no, I've got Parkinson's. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then I feel like I got out. No, no, it's no big deal. And make <laughs> them feel better about my Parkinson's. I was like, yeah. At some point, that just gets exhausting. Yeah, I can identify with that. Oh, you have heart disease. Oh my God, are you okay? Right. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, right I'm now, here. I'm right now. I'm okay. <laughs> Ten minutes from now, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, I just have such immense respect for you, and I'm. I wanted to talk to you again, and I tend to do it again. Um, Good. So, yeah. When 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 life gives you Parkinson's, and it's a podcast series with Larry Gifford. And Nikki Reitmeyer, you can subscribe, as I said earlier, at iTunes or Google or anywhere you subscribe to, uh, to podcasts. Um, it's well worth listening to. We, we all learn from one another. And, uh, Larry, this is a teaching moment for, for all of us. Thank you for what you're doing. It's, it needs to be said. You're helping people. Thank you for that. Well, thank you. And, you know, uh, quick, quick note that uh, Apple Podcasts has named it one of the best podcasts of 2018. Uh, so we're really excited about that. Wonderful. Uh, and, if, and if people need to ask for help, uh, they can ask for help from uh, the folks over at Parkinson Canada. You go to parkinsoncanada.ca, or parkinson.ca uh, and they've got a ton of resources and support groups and we, we, a lot of things we've talked about today they can help you with. Take advantage of all of that. Thank oh, you, Larry. Do. Thanks. Thanks so much, Roy. All the best. Uh, Larry Gifford, that's not a throwaway line, by the way, all the best. It is often when we talk to one another. All the best. See you. Hope you. How are you? And before the person can answer, we're already on to something else. No, take the time and listen. And what great advice. Don't be afraid to ask for help. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.